Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Welcome, friend to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are so excited to chat with you today. We are going to be talking about speaking. So the title of today's (laughs) podcast episode is Speak Up, the importance of sharing your experiences to help impact your industry. But before we hop into this week's chat, we want to remind you that the doors are open still to our 2023 Business Reboot Retreat. It's happening uh, September 17th through the 21st in Lake Norman, North Carolina, and we want you there. Uh, The Business Reboot Retreat is for anyone who is looking to clarify their brand voice, collectively build out a circle of success, market your business in a way that feels good and looks good, sets goals, gets accountable with uh, one-on-one coaching with Melissa and I and our dear friend Ashley, who is a marketing and sales genius, uh, and do the work that it takes to grow, scale, or pivot your business. The best part of this retreat is that we are building in time, time for you to work on your business instead of just working in your business. So you can head to thebusinessreboot.com for more information, or you can always drop us a DM on Instagram at Business Reboot. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Today we're starting something that we've never done before. And that is bring you a series. We've never, we've never done a series before. We don't actually know how to do this. So we're just, we're, <laughs> we're going just doing it the way we want to do it. We are. We're just going to talk about the same thing for three weeks and hope that you guys stick around. But we're going to take the next three episodes to talk about something that's really important for us uh, to, to, to speak on and um, that we have seen that helps with industry growth, no matter the industry. We are talking about stepping into the role of educator in your business, okay? Uh, This is for people who have been in business for a little bit. We're talking about the business vets, the ones who've been in business for a while and learned extensively about their craft or their industry, uh, the ones that have put in the time and paid the dues and built a business that proves that longevity is the name of the game when it comes to growth. We want to offer a challenge to you that's going to test exactly how much you trust what you know. So the first question is, are you up for the challenge? We're going to talk about education and getting in front of people that need to hear what you know. What piece, this is like the other big question is what piece of what you do can you teach about? Right. right? So, so, and two, here's the thing. You may get a little nauseous. I do. <laughs> when anybody Sorry. mentions. I'm not going to lie. She gets diarrhea. She really does. She does. But. But here's the thing, guys, speaking doesn't have to be from a big stage with like bright lights, like your name and lights. Melissa wants that. <laughs> I will be on Good Morning America. I really will. But Corey is like, there's no way I'm not doing it. And I was like, what do you mean? I have been, I was made, made for to be on the television and yes. not, not Corey. She's going to be outside. She'll yeah, be outside like, smoking no, a cigarette. Exactly. <laughs> But here's the thing, guys, it doesn't have to be from a big stage with bright lights. It could literally be your local chamber of commerce uh, or a small group of women in business or like an online opportunity. You could be a podcast guest um, or a guest speaker in someone else's education group. Melissa and I have done numerous um, opportunities like that. Uh, So we approach this with our, Melissa and I approach this concept and this idea of adding education into your business because we have our own personal education and career backgrounds in communication and education. So teaching and speaking about the parts of business that we love most is something that we are super passionate about. And we are here to show you how you can do this too, and to encourage you to cheer you on. Because I think a lot of times we have watched 
I know Melissa and I have. I'm going to speak for just the two of us. Um, we have watched the the same leaders and educators be on every stage that we ever were a, a part of an event that had a stage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we want to encourage you that you you don't have to be the big name so and so to have an opportunity to educate and teach people and share the things that you know about what you do and your business. Right. I think it's really important that in education, when it comes to your industry, and I don't care if you're a realtor or if you're an electrician or if you're a fitness guru, or if you are a photographer or a graphic designer, like this, this is applicable to every single industry. I think it's really important to learn from people more like apprenticeship style. We don't do that so much anymore, but apprenticeship style where you're learning from people who have done what you are looking to do before. Like the people who have, and I know that at the beginning we said, you know, people who've put in their dues and done the hard work. Like, yeah, but sometimes only time is going to be the thing that builds that up. And I will tell you a detriment to the creative industries that we've been a part of has been when people um, start in and then immediately jump to education without the experience that leads to really messy leadership. And so we are specifically talking to our business vets who've been here, the veterans who show up and have um, seen the highs and lows and and can speak on that. When you were being educated from people who have experienced uh, even the ups and downs and, and just the sales cycles that you deal with in your particular industry and the heartache and the hardships, but also the high highs and the really good stuff, like they are able to speak so clearly as to the things that will actually happen that you would be able to predict. It helps it helps you be able to predict what's coming in your business. And so we just think it's really important. And for years, Corey and I both sat on our dreams of jumping into education because we did not feel equipped. And what we are here to tell you is that it is time for you to step out. If you've been doing what you're doing for a long time and you feel this like burn in your gut to start talking about it, to start helping other people who are new and entering your industry, like don't wait on that. Let's not sleep on that. Like it's time. It's time. Right. Right. Well, and I know too, even whenever I was teaching, um, you know, there were mentorships, like, like in like new teacher training kind of thing. And so they would always partner us up with a teacher who had been uh, in the classroom for quite a while. And so if you're looking at getting started in some sort of education, that might be something that you want to offer is, is starting out on a smaller scale, a one-to-one offer where you can mentor other people who are in your industry, newbies that are just coming in. Um, that's always a great place to start. But I will say the very first time I, the very first couple of times I ever got on a stage to speak, if you will, and I'm not talking like big stage, I'm talking about a smallish stage. I would, I, Melissa and I were talking about different experiences that we've had in in speaking and sharing and teaching uh, through the years. And I'm like, I always used to start it with, listen, I'm used to teaching five-year-olds. You know, I was a kindergarten teacher for years. And I used to always say, if you give me a hundred, like a room full of a hundred five-year-olds, I can stand up here and entertain and educate and do a song and dance all day. But you put me in front of like 10 to 20 adults and oh, I, mm, I get a little nervous. The belly starts get to real. I mean, I'm like, like the belly starts to quiver and like I start to sweat and like, it's just not, it's not cute. But you know what? I kept going because I would walk away from those events or walk, walk down the stage from off the stage from speaking. And the people that would come up and say, thank you for sharing that. Or I really needed to hear those things that you said today. That 
impact. And Melissa and I, you if you've been following us for a hot second, you know that the importance of what we do, it's all about the impact. How can we be impactful for other people in what they're wanting to build for their life and their business? And so that impact kept me coming back for more even if I had to bring the diary with it, like it was totally okay. It was the impact. <laughs> that was the most important thing. And so I would just call it out. Like I'm nervous. I'm used to teaching five-year-olds, but I'm here to share with you because what I feel like I have to say and the stories that I have to share may help you because my other people's experiences helped me. So I think that if we can, because we, we talk to a lot of people that are like, oh, I could never do that. And I'm like, well, be careful what you say you can't do. Cause it's funny how God and the universe work. And like, you will find yourself in that situation before you know it. Um, and we want to tell you, don't shy away from those kinds of things. If you feel like you have a heart and a passion for what you do, there's always somebody that's three to three to five steps behind you that needs to know the things you've been through and the ways that you can help them. Well, and it is important, too, that you realize that this is how your industry is going to perpetuate. This is how it's going to be continued is by people sharing their experiences. I say this in coaching all the time. Your experience is your superpower, right? Nobody else has your same experience. And it really is like a giant trump card when it comes to um, how you navigate how you move and grow in your business, like the things that you have experienced in your life, the way that you have experienced money, that's going to shape how you deal with money in your business, the way that you have experienced communication and relationship, it's going to impact how you experience it and, and portray it in your business. And so I remember being a new photographer a million years ago, and I was trying to connect with other photographers in my area. And I got a couple of names from some people who had used certain photographers for different things. And I remember picking up the phone and calling this one guy and leaving a message that was like, hi, my name's Melissa. I'm a new photographer. I would love to talk to you and just sit down and have a conversation, see if there might be anything that you, I can help you with. And I understand that a lot of times, especially when we are being approached by people who are younger in our craft than we are, younger in our industry than we are, that it can feel um, like an instant twinge of, of um, competition. Well, first of all, that's not bad. Second of all, let's have a little more security in what we do <laughs> to know that like not every single person who does what we do is competition. Um, but I remember what it felt like to not get the phone call back, to literally Ooh. just be ignored and not get the phone call back. And at that moment, and I was brand new in my craft and in my business, I said, I'll never do that. I'll never mm -hmm. not respond. I'll never not answer the phone when somebody calls. And I think it's just really important, especially because the way that we're serving people, like everybody's watching. And if you've got something that's really special, you don't have to give your own individual secret sauce to every single person. We're not trying to pour out all of our processes in exchange for money or, you know, like we, we need to keep certain parts of it, like treasure it in your heart and keep it yours because that's what's special about how you serve your clients. But, um, I think it's also just really important to have this kind of like love cat mentality where, um, that was a book that I remember David J sharing about 153 years ago when I became a photographer, um, just all about how, uh, much better things were when you share your Rolodex when you don't have things to hide and you're not trying to keep secrets, you can live and work and breathe a lot easier. And um, this is where you just have to be really confident in how you show up and serve your clients to know that telling other people how to do it too is not going to um, detract from your ability to serve them. And it's not handing them your clients. Like 
It's it's just not. So we wanted we wanted to dig in to a couple of reasons why we think it's really important to share. Like if you've been doing this for three to five years and you've got something that's working and people around you notice and they are asking and you're seeing this hole uh, in your industry, like that this is a place where you get to to step in and you can share. So Corey, you want to start us off on that, talking about why we think it's important to share? Right. Well, I think too, and you mentioned it earlier, Melissa, what you were saying is that we all have a unique perspective. You have a, a unique perspective. No one can share like you can. No one else has your stories. Melissa and I have both been photographers for years, but guess what? She was in the wedding industry. I shot, I think, three weddings total. Like Melissa right. can answer those questions. For instance, we were just on a coaching call with one of our mastermind um, members and she's going to do a vendor event. Well, Melissa was able to share stories of how she used to do wedding vendor events and bridal shows and like all of like listening like our our master was a bridal show guru she she really was well all the ideas that she shared you know the um our mastermind member was just like writing them down just like she couldn't write fast enough because they were so so impactful and so golden even though it happened like years ago melissa was like oh my gosh and this and this and don't forget about this it's those industry tips and and little things that you might not ever be able to read about in a book people might not share those specific tips on instagram and you're probably not going to find it on pinterest like you can get a lot of ideas but there were these other things that mindset was something else that we even shared with her um about how to have a, how to have a sales mindset. So because Melissa and I have both been there, we've done that. We have a unique perspective on it. We could share that with her and share the stories of what worked, share the stories of what didn't work. So please remember that no matter what industry you're in, you are building a business and living life through your own individual lens. And while there may be a million other realtors, a million other like Melissa, electricians, photographers, you know, pelvic floor therapists, no one has your specific take on it. Right. A hundred percent. Okay. And and also there's a cycle that benefits the market in right. you doing this. You learn it, you do it, you get really good at it. You can teach it. It mm-hmm. helps train up new leaders in your industry so that the same voices aren't the only ones that we see with the microphone. And again, that was where the business reboot ended up starting was Corey and I saw, um, it's particularly in the photography industry. Originally, when we started the reboot two years ago, it was for photographers. It took us about 15 minutes to realize Mm -hmm. that that information transcended just that one industry and needed to be brought out to all creatives. It took us about 20 minutes after that to realize that this is a small business uh, this is small business education. This is helping people who run businesses, no matter what industry you're in, get this information. And it became something that uh, required a lot of analysis from us uh, to see where we could serve. And I will tell you, even if you're just starting a business and you've worked corporate or you've worked a different nine to five for years and you're starting your business, there are going to be things that you're bringing in from all of your years of expertise and other jobs into this. And it allows you Uh, you know, a space to be able to speak on it, right? If you stop talking, if we stop sharing and stop growing and stop educating with whatever is specific to our industries, that art will die. (laughs) You know, if no more plumbers teach other plumbers how to plumb, we ain't gonna have no plumbers. And that (laughs) means a lot of doo-doo. Really, that's what it is. So, so it's just it is important, like sharing and being willing to when you've learned it and you can do it and you do it really well. 
being willing to step into teaching, that's going to help train up new people to keep your industry going. That's the bottom line. Right. And, and and thinking about it in that way too, is that you're the expert. You are the expert. I'm going to say it one more time. You are the expert. You know you way more. I mean, that might be a that song for someone day. Thanks. I, I appreciate that jingle. Uh, you guys know she literally lives life through jingles. Every, okay. every, I got a jingle for everything. For everything. I'm she really do. does. But, but here's the thing. You know way more than you think you do. And we want to encourage you to share it. I'm going to circle back to what Melissa just said earlier too with even if you're starting out, it doesn't mean you need to jump right into education. But if you've been in business several years and you're looking at, oh, what is the marker? Like, wh- when do I decide I can do this? Like Melissa was saying before, you if you were a former classroom teacher like I was, you're bringing all of that knowledge, all of that experience, and a lot of those skill sets, how to deal with people, um, how to time manage, how to juggle cotton balls in a windstorm. Like those are skills and, <laughs> and things that you can actually teach. Uh, there is going to be a book. I just know it one day. I'm, I'm going to write it on that. Don't anybody take that idea. But what trademark, I'm saying, trademark the, emoji. Tra- I'm trademarked. I just did it. I just did it. I have a trademark lawyer on Copyright. speed dial. And Copyright. so- So think about it, though. You are taking all of those skill sets and you can apply it then to the business that you're currently running. You have done that because those skills come with you. Those those experiences come with you. And then you can turn around after you have perfected it and you have tested it and you've done all the things and people are starting to come to you like, well, could you help me do this? Or, hey, you know, do you know how to do this? I'm struggling with this. That's when you know it's time for you to jump in. Yeah. If ain't nobody asking questions, it ain't time. Right. Right. <laughs> that sounds so mean. No, but, but it's true. We, it's true. It's true. And and I, I, I look, I feel 100% okay to say this because there was a time in my business where I started a, and Corey and I can both tell you when we've had an episode about partnerships, haven't we had an episode about partnerships no. where we talked about, I thought we did. No, we didn't. I, man, I manifested that in my brain. Yeah, um, but where I know we've talked about before about how sometimes timing is, well, timing all the time plays a huge role in, in what you're doing and how... Corey had tried other business partnerships before and I had tried other education before and neither one of them, it's not that they flopped or went poorly. It just wasn't the right time for things to connect and actually kind of catapult into success because it just wasn't the right time. But I remember creating as a photographer, I created a, um, uh, like a education module called project connect that was supposed to help photographers learn more about their cameras, learn more. I don't, it, it was, it flopped. I had like three people. It was fun. We did one full day workshop. The price point wasn't right. The clientele wasn't what it should have been. Like I, it flubbed. And uh, I realized that it was because I, it was too soon. It was too soon for me to show up and try to educate people on something that I barely had a grip on. And so it's really important that you do make sure that you're taking time to get your own feet wet and feel really solid. Because if you're going to position yourself as an expert, like, you got to know that you know that you know your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So in doing well, that, well, yeah, I want to say, because listen, while we're sharing flops, uh, I think we have to be transparent. And this is something we actually talked about in our mastermind yesterday, too, of pulling back the curtain. Melissa and I are very good at doing that because we don't want you to have false hopes and false pretenses that our path has been straight and narrow and had no bumps in the road. I too did education years ago and I had something called camera school and oh, I taught sure. an in-person camera class, school. camera school. <laughs> I spent a lot of time creating this program and it's, I mean, it actually is very good. It was about teaching people how to use their 
um, digital DS, either DSLR cameras, because I would be at photo shoots for my senior clients. And the moms would always say, I have a fancy camera, but it's literally collecting dust on the shelf. I really wish I knew how to use it. I think I'm going to get rid of it. And I was like, no, I can teach you. It's so easy to use. Like, I want you to be taking great images with this camera you spend a lot of money on. So people were asking for it here. This goes back to wait until people ask for it. But here's the caveat to that. The flip side of that, of that coin is, so I created it. That's what people were asking for. I created it. I taught it at our rec center, our local rec center. Look at that. I, I think what I was, was your like, price point? $25? I mean, yeah, it, it was real. <laughs> it was real low, but it was fine. It was, it was a test drive. Um, I spent a lot more time on it than the money that I made from that, but it was amazing because I had I think five or six really awesome ladies that came. I gave them some quick wins with their with their cameras. And then I turned it into an online membership program. I had okay, learned how to do that. Okay. I turned it into an online membership program. And every month, uh, a new module dropped. And I had several ladies in that. And it was really, really great. But what the problem was, was I realized I didn't enjoy teaching the technical part of photography. I enjoy teaching the business and like the photographer side of it. I don't really enjoy all of the bells and whistles of a camera. Like I know what to make the camera do to get what I want it to do, but like I don't know what all the things do necessarily. Or I don't. Well, and listen, and listen. If you ever pick up her camera and you go to set it the way that you shoot on it in manual, I will will flip my face off. I have never been, I was attacked. I was very attacked. Yes. So, so, so I do. So I knew the basics, but I was not the basics, but like I knew enough to teach the basics, but I was just like, I don't enjoy this technical part of it. So the problem was I was answering what everybody else was asking for, but it wasn't something I was passionate about. So it wasn't something I wanted to continue doing because it was, it was sucking my soul. So I wanted to create education for the business owners because I could literally talk about small business and small business education all day long in oh. my sleep with my eyes all closed. Day. Yes, <laughs> all day. Schmidt from New Girl, all day. So we're not going to just tell you, like, please go out and start talking to people about what you do. If you've been in this for a minute and you're an expert at something, share without giving you a couple of ideas to how to get started. Because this is a question that we hear often. Well, how do I even do this? What, where do I start? Where do I start? Um, here's the, like, basic, basic. You ready? Get out your pencil. This one's going to be revolutionary. Start small. <laughs> and practice sharing what you know. That's that's it. It is as simple. You have a platform at your fingertips called Instagram. You have um, you know, TikTok. I don't I don't TikTok, but I like to call it TikTok for my daughter because it makes me sound really old and it's funny to me. But you have all these platforms where you can literally record a video of you posing yourself as the expert and having a conversation with people. That's an easy place to start. And listen, here's the thing. Corey said a minute ago, you don't know what you know. Uh, like, you know way more than you think you do. You don't know what you know until you're around somebody that doesn't know it. Okay. Right. There is one of my favorite books, and it's not even like a, a book that you just like sit down to read, but it's, um, oh, it's something, it's a some dad book. I will, I will find it and see if we can put it in our show notes or post it online. But it's, I think it's called Dad, How Do I? And it is the story of this guy who grew up without a dad. And he said, if he ever had children that he would, um, you know, make sure that they knew that their dad was always going to be around. And he realized that, um, when you don't have a dad, there's a lot of crap that you don't know how to, yes. to do. Okay. Right. And as somebody who I don't, I do not have one. I read the story and was like immediately drawn in. Well, he then started a YouTube channel came long before the book. Um, but he started a YouTube channel called dad, how do I, and it was him tying a tie. 
him changing a tire, him making brownies, him asking a girl out on a date. It was all of these things that you would say like that you, you know, traditionally would ask your dad how to teach you to do. But we have like a big problem with fatherlessness in this country. And so he saw this need and he wanted to meet it and it ended up becoming a book. And I just remember like even reading the back of the book because now his kids are grown and he wanted to still like continue to to help and serve people this way and thought this is so cool but the things that he's teaching are not revolutionary this is how do i make ice in an ice tray okay everybody's got automatic fridges now the youths do not know how to make ice okay <laughs> they don't they don't know that you just freeze water for that and so it's teaching really simple things but it took off and it became this huge like wildly successful book and youtube channel because people just didn't know the information and so when you are talking about you know the 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 things that you're going to share or posing yourself as an educator Just start small. Start with the things that you do every day, every single day. You know what? This is what I do to make sure that I'm prepped for a client meeting, X, Y, and Z. Cool. It might just be three little bitty steps, but somebody's going to watch it and be like, wait, hold on. I could do that. Or they'll go, I didn't, I never considered doing it that, that way. That is really streamlined process to what I'm making super complicated on my end. You'll be blown away when you see what, how people respond to what you teach them, even when it's the most simple things. Right. Well, and, and go back to the next step to, to part of what, like Melissa was saying is teach what you three to five years ago needed to hear. That's what you teach. So if you can kind of like sit for a moment, we, we just told one, another one of our mastermind coaching clients, like just, you need to maybe get away for a little bit and just sit and think that's another great reason why the retreat is so amazing and impactful to the attend our attendees because we give you that time to sit for a little while with the with the parameters and the boundaries if you're going to come back and we're going to help you sort through some things but teach what you 3 to 5 years ago needed to hear look back where were you what were you doing in your business what processes as Melissa said have you figured out and have you streamlined and it's working brilliantly for you um now that that you've 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 made that progress in the last three to five years. I, I have a coaching client that we were just talking about um, scheduling um, processes and asking like how do I schedule? And sometimes it is just a very simple, you know, it it could be a tool like Calendly that's really awesome, or that was a tool I didn't want to use, and so I do it with a personal you know in touch connection. And here are the calendar dates that I have available. So Mama uses the calendar and a pencil. That's what I she mean, does. I really do. Um, I have. I have Google. Thank you. I have Google Calendar that I share. Thank you. Anyway, um, I I also had an assistant did that for me for years. So teaching people how to hand things off uh, because three to five years ago, I was learning how to onboard an assistant and offboard tasks that I knew I didn't need to have my hands on anymore. And so looking back at where you were three to five years ago, what did you need to hear? What were things you were struggling with? And start speaking to those things because chances are, I bet you a thousand dollars, there are plenty of people in your industry who are three to five years behind you that are in that stuck in that same place you were stuck in. And you had somebody that came along and showed you how, or you just figured it out. And they need to know that you can be the easy button. You can be the fast track. You can be the one that turns around and hands them a hand and says, you know, holds Mm -hmm. out your hand and says, come on, let me show you an easier way to do this. That's right. The next thing is going to be semi-controversial. Um, it shouldn't be, but it's going to feel like it. If your eyeballs are always looking to people that can make you better, that's great for helping you grow. But if you're 
considering pivoting into education, you need to connect with people who need to know what you have to say. Okay. So which that, that means you're going to have to level the playing field for the people that you're looking to connect with. It may be you having to do exactly what Corey said for a minute where you're reaching out and lending a hand. When people send us a message through the business reboot um, DMs on Instagram, the response that we send them always is what can we do to encourage you where you're at right now? Like what are you doing today that we can cheer you on for? Because we know that that was something that we desperately needed when and we were didn't always get. We we never got that. We had to do it ourselves. <laughs> it's a good thing nice. there's two of us. I know, I know, but but it's true. Like we we know that that was something that we needed, and that builds a connection point with people that are that then positions us to be able to speak to them and into them, which is exactly where we need to be in order to serve as educators, right? So connect with people that need what you have to say. Absolutely. And here's the last point that we're going to share today is in getting started in education is that you're not as far away from it as you think. If you have been consistently creating amazing content and you've been sharing what you know, how you serve all the things, and here's the caveat, you have the business to back it up you can teach it to others. Um, you know, your content can be also a great place for you to practice sharing your thoughts and tips and ideas and tools and knowledge around all that you do. So, so get out there, start creating some amazing content, give people some really awesome free wins with the free content that you create on your blog in a podcast on Instagram on TikTok wherever wherever it is that you're creating content and y'all it needs to be more than Instagram stories I'm sorry we all know that that lasts 24 hours you need to have it Mm -hmm. somewhere else that's a little more long form that people can go to and use begin using you as a resource because they see you as an expert but they need that content needs to to be there for a minute. Uh, so so just know that if you've been creating content consistently, um, you have already made the first five steps in the right direction to begin educating. Right. You know, one thing I think people would sit here and they would ask is like last question is, um, well, how many years do I have to be doing something before I do it? And listen. I am not walking into that because I know there's going to be some heifer here that's like, I've been doing this for 18 months and I really am good at it. So I'm going to tell everybody, we're not talking to you. We're not trying to be ugly. But I do think that talking to yourself and your business three to five years ago feels like a really solid timeline for you to figure out trial and error on your own, for you to glean from other people and get that really solid footing. I am not saying that every single person has to have a college degree by any means, but I am telling you as somebody who like that was really important to me for personal reasons, because I was the first person in like my immediate family to graduate high school. I was the first person to graduate college. Like there was a lot riding on that for me personally. And I took all five and a half years of that four-year degree and I really ran with it. (laughs) But, but it's like, if you, if I look at it for me and I go in order to be an effective communicator that had a degree behind my name, it took me five years. It took me five years, right? Um, Now, mind you, part of that was because the University of Georgia has a really stringent STAT 2000 program, and I had to take it four times. And finally, (laughs) I said, will you please just let me not take this, and I'll give you a check for $2,500. And they said, okay. So that is just an extra bonus. I don't do math. (laughs) But but that's here nor there. So, no, I just, I think that you'll, you'll know when people are asking and the timing feels right you know, but that does not mean that even from the very beginning, you can't be reaching out that hand to help people around you 
let me just say this, and this will be the last thing we wrap it up with, is that doing business with your friends and encouraging people, being a love cat from the second you start your business, that will give you um, foundations for really awesome relationships that will be irreplaceable as you grow your business. So it's time to start sharing, y'all. Just think about it. Think about it. We're, we're coming back next week with another episode to talk to you about some education programs that we've built out. And then the third part of this series is going to be things that we've used as educators that have helped make, make, wait, hold on, words, blip, that have hel- helped <laughs> us to make uh, getting that information out um, really helpful and effective for the people that we're teaching. Right. It's, a, it's another pull back the curtain episode. Yeah, we're going to just spill the beans because why not? That's what we're here for. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot. Our DMs are always open. We would love to hear your feedback on this episode. You can give us a rating on, I don't know, iTunes, uh, Spotify, AT&T, MCI. Yeah, leave us a review. All the places. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have a fantastic day and we will see you next week on the Business Reboot Podcast.